Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Report, number 87. We appreciate you being here. It is Wednesday, the 4th of... May the 4th be with you. It's not May 4th, but it's March 4th. March the 4th be with you. Doesn't have the same ring, does it? In any case, um, it is a lovely, lovely day here in in Central Florida. It's about seventy seven degrees. Humidity's up a little bit, but that's keeping the heat in, and it's nice out. Um, so early in the morning, it's about quarter to about quarter to nine. And I'm going to say quarter to nine, and that's just for people like us who can actually tell time, not just read time. Um, <laughs> in any case, again, welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of Fight Back Media Group. We are thrilled that um, we are um, able to do this today. Uh, again, I'm, we missed a couple of shows because I was out of town. And I, I might have mentioned this yesterday. I was performing uh, the wedding ceremony for a former uh, music student of mine, a flute student of mine, up in the um, Florida Panhandle. Just great. It is so amazing. You know what? If you get an opportunity, and this is for the young people, you get an opportunity to help folks, to help young people, to bring them along in whatever they're doing, whether it's music, whether it's sports, academics, whatever it is, do that. And here's what the secret is be more concerned about them being a better person than they are an athlete or a better person than they are a musician than a better person than they are being an, um, an academic success. That's really the key. 
that's when you get the most benefit. That's when the, the student gets the most benefit. And that's when, frankly, you get the biggest payoff. When you see young people turn into great adults, people that you'd be proud to know, that you'd be honored to know, to be mentioned in the same sentence with. That's what I experienced this weekend, my wife and I. So very, very humbled that I got to officiate and be a part of it. Thankful to all of those, both the families, both the Graham and the Johnson families for allowing me to do this. And the Graham family took such good care of us. Our hotels, our food, they took care of us. Uh, I'm just really, really grateful. Super, super grateful. All right. Um, today, <clears throat> this is the aftermath of Super Tuesday. All the pundits, especially the pundits on the right, were wrong. All of them were wrong. I listened to a number of them yesterday, and it's something I don't. And it's something I don't usually do. They were all wrong, and I was right. More when we get back from these messages. Again, thanks for coming to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of Fightback Media Group. You know, every man my age should have three things, in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Right. All right. They were all wrong and I was right. <laughs> they were all wrong and I was right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the pundits, and you and you know there is a pundit punditry class, right? Um, there's a elitist class, and there's of course a political class, and there is a um, punditry class. There is a consultant class of people, um, and all, and these people sometimes they relate to one another, and sometimes they don't. And as part of the punditry class, uh, an activist class, I think, um, and political class, I was right. Everybody predicted predicted that Bernie Sanders would have a big night. Everybody was just, everybody bought the Sanders hype. Everybody bought the Sanders hype. I didn't necessarily buy the Sanders hype. Um, I talked to, talked to a bunch of people and I thought, eh, meh. Now this is not over by, by a long stretch of the imagination. Uh, in order to win the Democrat nomination for uh, president of the United States, you have to have going into the clubhouse 1,991 delegates pledged to you. And we're not there yet. We're actually a good ways from there. But there are trends that are developing. We saw Quid Pro Joe. I could not say that last night on the Fight Back 2020 show to save my soul. Quid Pro Joe um, make a, what people are, are calling a comeback and uh, win a lot. And I thought that he would. And it wasn't because that um, Pete Buttigieg and Amy, Klobuchar and Amy Klobuchar got out. There was no, frankly, there was no path to victory for either of them. And it was just a matter of time. I was surprised that they, they got out a couple of days before Super Tuesday. They were on the ballots in all these places. You know what? Yeah, of course, of course, you can't spend any money and you can't campaign because you don't have any money, so you can't campaign. But it didn't make any sense, not, I mean, to just get out. You know what? Just to see what happens. This is a few more days. So you suspend your campaign this morning because you got your kicked, right? So you suspended this morning. You weren't going to win any delegates anyway, but... Let's see what see what happens. Doesn't cost any. I mean, you've already spent what money you have already. It doesn't cost any more to wait a couple of days. You're not doing anything. You're not hiring anybody. You're already uh, writing final paychecks and thank you notes to your um, campaign. Right? You're already you're already doing that behind the scenes. Let's not make that announcement yet. Let's see. Maybe lightning strikes. Maybe something happens. Maybe. So I thought it was kind of weird. If it had been me, if it had been me, then I would, if I was Pete Buttigieg, and I would never be Pete Buttigieg because Pete Buttigieg uh, likes to kiss men in public and I don't roll like that. Uh, and it can't be me. I can't be Amy Klobuchar because she likes to kiss men in public too. Um, so, <laughs> but if I'd been running... And I'd been in one of their positions. I would have probably just waited to see how it worked out last night. Now, it it probably wouldn't have worked out any differently than it did. Um, the only people who would have voted for you were the people who weren't who weren't who weren't paying attention, or the people who early voted. 
And that's something that, that you know, we're going to talk about, too, as we move forward. Uh, early voting for the Florida primary is already on. Uh, I'm going to vote on the, in a, on the Republican ballot and vote for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, so he wins the, all, all the Florida delegates because there's really no challenge. There's Rocky De La Fuente third and Bill Weld, I believe, on the ballot. I don't believe Joe Walsh is still on the ballot. And as a side, real quick, before we get into quid pro Joe and Bolshevik, Bolshevik Bernie, as uh, Sean Hannity calls him, um, the president is leading 330 with 339, so yeah, 439 delegates to Bill Wells won. So it looks like the president is on his way to win the Republican nomination to run for president in 2020 and will win the nomination this summer. So, and there will not be a broken convention. It's not going to be any of those things, no contested conventions. It's just, it's going to be a coronation. And I'm not big on coronations, uh, frankly, but this is going to be a coronation for Donald Trump. The RNC will have to coalesce around Donald Trump unless they want to lose the White House. And that's all there is to it. And that's going to be a story as the summer progresses, for sure. So keep your eye on that. Keep your ear right here on the Morning Report and Fight Back Media Group. Because that is going to be an interesting story, I think, as that no one's going to talk about but us as things move on. Uh, however, Quid Pro Joe had an outstanding, outstanding night. There's, there's absolutely no other way to couch it. Joe Biden, former, former vice president of the United States, had an outstanding performance last night. And it would seem to me that the, a former vice president should have these sort of events. That's why Iowa didn't make any sense to me. New Hampshire really didn't make any sense. I, I'm like, are you kidding me? This dude's the former vice president. This should This should be easy. This should be the obvious choice. Now, I know uh, in 2016, um, Joe Biden's uh, son had just died of brain cancer, so maybe he wasn't in a um, an emotional position to run then, a lot of stress, and we can see how the stress is affecting this man now. He's 77. He's the youngest of the, of the four major candidates. Tulsi Gabbard is 38, but he is the youngest by a few, he's a couple of months younger than Bernie Sanders. And we can see how the the stress of this is affecting him now. Uh, when you talk all the time, you say things like, uh, you know, hi, I'm Joe Biden, I'm running for U.S. Senate. What? <laughs> how many times did he say that when he was running for U.S. Senate? A million times. So, yeah, those things come out. Uh, you know, when he said that his son um, Hunter was an attorney general, he wasn't an attorney general. Uh, you know, it just things come out of your face. Joe Biden also suffers with um, stuttering, I believe, and so it's kind of hard when you talk all the time. You know, crazy things come out of your mouth sometimes when you misspeak. So I, I'm the person who goes, you know what? I'm simply not going to get into all that. 
Um, some people are saying that he he may he may have dementia. I don't. He doesn't have dementia. That's dumb. And people who say that ought to be ashamed of themselves. Um, because anyway, so we are. I thought that the vice president of the United States, the guy who was vice president at some point, should have a pretty clear path, if no other reason, by name recognition. And he was vice president of a very popular Democrat president, a two-termer. He's also a two-term vice president. This should be what we could expect. Let's let's look at the numbers real quick. Um, In the... um, and the Bernie and and the Biden Bernie Biden Bernie beatdown, and there's no other way to say it, but it was really a beatdown. Um, let's go with um, Bernie Sanders and his wins last night on Super Tuesday. Yes, Bernie Sanders did win his home state with 50.7 percent of the vote. He did. Um, he won Colorado with 36.2 percent of the vote. Utah with 34.6% of the vote, and the granddaddy of them all, California, with 32.8% of the vote. That was, that was important. That was important. Had he lost California to Joe Biden, that might have spelled some, some, some big tolling of the bell for the Sanders campaign. Did anybody else win a uh, a primary other than um, Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders? No, no. So this is turning into a two horse race here. Alabama, Joe Biden sixty three point two. Virginia, Joe Biden fifty three point three. North Carolina, Joe Biden forty three percent. Tennessee, Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, prayers and condolences go out to the great citizens of the Nashville area that suffered a couple of days ago. Those horrific storms and horrific um, tornadoes that that dropped down into Nashville and cut a a two hour swath eastward across the state. Give to the Red Cross. Just give to the Red Cross. Don't send blankets. It's first of all, it's the South. It's about to get hot. Don't send blankets and stuff. Give to the Red Cross. Just give money to the Red Cross. That money will go in, and those folks will be able to get what they need from people who, again, need the business to rebuild what they have. Just give to the Red Cross. Um, Tennessee, uh, Biden wins 41.5%. Arkansas, uh, forty. Uh, Biden wins 40.5% of the vote. Oklahoma, 38.7% of the vote. Biden wins. Minnesota. Um, the uh, home state of Amy Klobuchar, 38.6% of the vote. Maine, um, 33.7% of the vote. And Texas, another one of the big dogs, 33.6% of the vote. Uh, I'm sorry, Massachusetts. That's really important because the senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren came in third in a state that she is the senator. If you can't win the state that people have elected you senator already, what are your chances? What are your chances? What are your chances to win the nomination? 
and thus win the presidency of the United States? How does she beat Donald Trump in Maine, you know what, in Massachusetts if she can't beat Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden? Hmm. Interesting. And in Maine, uh, Biden wins or is is winning 33.9% to um, Sanders 33.1%. So they're still looking at those numbers. All right, let's let's go to the thing that matters. Delicate counts. That's the thing that matters, right? Because it takes, again, 1,991 delegates to win the nomination. And this is how things, this is how things change. Now, I'm not saying they won't change again. But early on in Iowa, Pete Buttigieg takes, wins and takes 14 delegates. And let's see, eight days later, goes to New Hampshire and ties Bernie Sanders for delegates. Wins nine. And then has, what's that, 23 delegates. Which is important because at that point, Bernie had, let's see, 21. Joe Biden only had six by the end of New Hampshire. Elizabeth Warren had eight. He was in it. Seemed like he was in it until South Carolina. Well, Nevada. Well, Sanders wins Nevada, wins 24 delegates there. Almost doubles his his delegate count. There. Joe Biden comes in second and wins nine. Third is, is Pete Buttigieg and wins three there. And then comes South Carolina, which is Joe Biden's firewall. He says, he didn't say that, but we saw the videotape. He said that. And it was true. This is what was going to keep everybody else out. Biden wins big and wins 39 delegates in South Carolina. Sort of a foreshadowing of what was going to happen in the South. Kind of a foreshadowing. Because up until then, you had Iowa, New Hampshire, and, and, and Nevada, frankly, fairly white states. I'm just going to say it. People, people, people are all talking about, well, you know, there's, there isn't much diversity there. Yeah, there's a lot of white folks in Iowa, and I ain't got no problem with white folks. White folks are cool. White folks are fine. Um, but Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada, a lot of white folks. A lot of, a lot of black folks in, you know, in South Kakalaki, you know what I'm saying? Biden is connected to Obama in South Kakalaki and Alabama and Arkansas. So he's going to do well. So here comes, so here comes quid pro quo Joe. South Carolina wins 39 delegates. Last night, Alabama, 40 delegates. Arkansas, 16. Now, Let's go out west where he doesn't do as well. 
because we know out west is a little bit more socialist than the south. Bernie Sanders wins California and 72 delegates so far. That's a lot. That's a lot, and he needed that. Think about it. In winning California, winning 72 delegates, that sort of erased, almost erased, Biden's win of 39 and 40 delegates in South Carolina and Alabama with one win. And Colorado, 20 delegates sort of erased um, Biden's win Biden's win in Arkansas. So they're sort of back even. But here comes quid and here comes quid pro quo Joe along the rail. Maine, it's a tie. Both wins eight delegates. Massachusetts. Thirty-four delegates for, for Biden. Biden wins thirty-eight in Minnesota, fifty-six in, in North Carolina. Uh, 21 in Oklahoma, 56 in Texas. Wins for for Sanders in Utah and Vermont, 9 and 11 respectively. Virginia, 66. Now, those are big numbers. Big, huge numbers. Bloomberg, let's go ahead and mention Bloomberg. Um, He has a total of Let's see, he won one delegate in Alabama, four in Arkansas, one in North Carolina, three in Oklahoma, seven in Tennessee, um, four in Texas, two in Utah, and five in American Samoa. So there you go. There you go. Um, So it isn't, so let's look at totals. Uh, the pledge delegates so far, let's go from the bottom up. Tulsi Gabbard, who, according to Democrats, is a Russian asset. Hmm. One, a- Amy Klobuchar, who's dropped out. Seven, Pete Buttigieg, when he dropped out, had 26. Mike Bloomberg has spent a half a billion dollars for 44 delegates. Now, this is the only time that Bloomberg was actually on the ballot anywhere. He sort of, he didn't even worry about it. He was putting all his eggs in the Super Tuesday ba- basket. He had laid down the the framework and the foundation of advertising every freaking way. You couldn't watch a YouTube video. You couldn't watch a commercial. You couldn't go to the bathroom. Uh, you couldn't take a dump without pulling the toilet paper and seeing a Mike Bloomberg ad. You just couldn't. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. Outrageous. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All of that, over $500 million in advertising, basically, got him, has him get 44 delegates. And I think he got all those last night, which is worrisome or should be worrisome to Elizabeth Warren. 50 delegates so far. Bernie Sanders. 382 delegates pledged so far. And coming out of nowhere, it seemed, uh, quid pro Joe uh, Biden, 453 pledged delegates. Remember, remember, you need 1991 um, to win the nomination. Going into the clubhouse, you have to have at least 1991. Quid pro Joe has got 453. Three so far. So it's it's going to be again. 
it's still a horse race, kids. It's still a horse race. Lots of lots of states, lots of voters, um, still there to weigh in. Let's see what that is. Three, four, fifty-three. He's got twenty-two percent, uh, twenty-two point seven percent of the delegates he needs to win the nomination. Again, still less than a quarter. But Quid Pro Joe is going to do well in Florida. He will probably, we'll probably announce it right here. I'm going to go ahead and call Florida for Biden. I know. Early voting just started Monday. So I'm going to go ahead and call uh, Florida for Biden. Because there's a push in Florida. I don't know if you guys knew this. There's a push in Florida to to actually take Sanders off the ballot. Because... Florida is serious. Florida is super serious about being a closed primary state. Just super serious about that. We're not kidding. This open primary business in Florida, we're like, what the heck is that? Y'all are crazy. The Democrat Party is a closed society, as is the Republican Party. It's a closed society. It's a closed club. If you're not in that club, you don't get to make decisions for that club. Sorry. If you wanted to, you want to make decisions in that club for Republicans, then you you need to register as a Republican. You can do that; doesn't cost you any money to do. You can just do it, and you can register, and then you can get out. You can register as a Republican, and then you can register as an Independent again, or you can register as a Democrat, and then you can register as Independent again. You could do that if you want to. Seems like an awful lot to do, but you could if you wanted to. And if you choose not to go to the go through the trouble of actually changing your voter registration so you can vote in the in the primaries, then that's on you. That's how we feel about it in Florida. That's on you. Sorry. And the question is, is Bernie Sanders a Democrat? Well, doesn't seem to be. He is, he's not registered Democrat. So if he's not registered Democrat, how is he running on the Democrat ticket? How is that possible? How is that possible? If he's not a Democrat running on the Democrat ticket, how can we tell people who aren't Democrats that they can't vote for him? He's not a Democrat. You see what the question is? Uh, my, my, my thought is that, again, early voting has already started, so this is going to be an academic argument not really based in anything that's going to happen this time around but it is going to be interesting in the I mean for future elections but I've already called the state for uh, the Democrats in the state for Joe Biden I've already called Florida Florida's called and I am the first to call it here on the morning report here on March 4th at um, 9:18 a.m we're calling Florida for Joe Biden all right, listen, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report right after these messages. Uh, we got some exciting, exciting news to bring you. Uh, we got new family members that we want to talk about. So until we, so we'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson. 
for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452, or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. Welcome back to the Morning Report, number 87, I believe that is, 87, wow, wow, 87. Um, <clears throat> you know, we talked about Elizabeth Warren only having 50 delegates. She's got 50, after all this, she's got 50. Again, a long way to go, a long way to go. Now, Joe Biden has 453, um, which is a lot, right? And but that, and that's only twenty two percent of the delegates needed to win. Elizabeth Warren has fifty, so she has two and a half percent of the delegates needed to win the nomination. However, you got to give it, you got to give her to Pocahontas. You got to give it to her. Um, she sent out an email to her supporters that basically says. I'm in this thing. She sent out an email that says that I'm in this thing. And that she has she is showing no um, signs getting out anytime soon. I can't imagine that her campaign isn't just bleeding money. As a grassroots, this is the email that she sent to her, her, uh, her supporters. As a grassroots supporter, you're the heart of this movement, and we wanted to give you an update on what's happening with Super Tuesday. 14 states voted today, and results are still coming in from all across the country. In fact, we may not know the full results of the states like Texas, California, and Colorado for a few days. Although that is true, technically, but what we do know is that Elizabeth Warren will not win any of those states. <laughs> that's, that's what we're sure of. Delegates have been have to be counted and allocated by congressional districts or state 
or state districts and they process and that process takes time. Bold face, but here's the bottom line. There are six more primaries just one week away, and we need your help to keep up the momentum. I know this is to your supporters. This is the um, the locker room speech after an ass whooping. I get that. And then, and of course, and there's the beg click. Six more states are voting a week from today on March 10th. Can you chip in now as results are coming in so we can get to work earning more votes and more delegates? And you click on the link and you can waste your money on Elizabeth Warren. How much longer does this happen? Now, this particular tweet just sent the progressives off the edge, just completely off the edge. Because what they believe is that Elizabeth Warren is splitting the vote from Bernie Sanders, that she's siphoning votes away from Bernie Sanders. Bernie bros are not happy. Bernie bros are not happy. That's the deal. They are not happy. One of them tweeted, Momentum? What momentum? I would have been happy to vote for Warren and had high hopes for her, but what point is she going? What? What's the point of going on after tonight? Somebody else tweeted, um, This is North Philly for Bernie. Um, hashtag Bernie2020. This is maddening. There's no explanation other than she's trying to divide progressives. I mean... So this is, again, extremely, extremely interesting. So, again, the, um, <laughs> the the progressives are super upset with Pocahontas, I mean Elizabeth Warren, because apparently she's going to stay in for at least one more week, at least a few more days. And this is exactly what I talked about earlier. Um, I'm not... I don't know why Buttigieg and and Klobuchar didn't do the very same thing. Didn't just hang in there. You know? Didn't just hang in. I I, I don't understand. I just don't get it. However, they didn't. They didn't win any delegates. Nothing matters. It was a wash. It was a non-issue. And will be a non-issue now. Going forward. Because everybody knows they're out. But with Elizabeth Warren, if she's able to, in the next, I don't know, week or two weeks garner another 50 delegates I don't know maybe another 75 delegates if she catches fire somehow brings down Bernie as not being electable because I think that's her that's her only play that is her only play 
because they're talking about because they're primarily talking about the same stuff. They're they're promoting the same thing. So the only thing that she can do is try to bring down Bernie for being unelectable. If that sort of catches on, uh, because she believes she has to believe, and her supporters have to believe that she is able to beat Trump. And as I watch this, I don't think any of them are able to beat Trump. Frankly, I think the only person who's able, who who will have a chance of having a real contest with Trump is Biden, I think. Maybe you think something else. If you think something else, send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and have that conversation or hit me up on Twitter at RBM Show. RBM Show. Um, do you think that Biden is the only one that has a that makes it a contest at all? I think Sanders doesn't make it a contest. I don't think. Uh, I think there's a lot of noise and fire and uh, a lot of noise and smoke with the Bernie Sanders campaign, but I don't think that that wins the nomination. That sends a lot of Biden Democrats home. They don't vote for Sanders when they might vote for Elizabeth Warren. You get me? You, you get what I'm saying? So, uh, because Warren is new to this whole progressive thing. <clears throat> so in any case, apparently, at least for the time being, Elizabeth Warren is staying in the race. All right, one more thing. We have a new member of the Fight Back Media Group family. It is my friends, Kevin Batts, Kevin and Janelle Batts, from Red River TV. They've got a a thing they've been doing for a while called the 46 News. 46 News is about Oklahoma news and national news. It's a podcast. It is on the network. If you go to fightbackmedia.com and click on the, the radio, I mean the radio, the phonograph, you will get 24-7, 365 broadcasts from Fight Back Media. Now, we have scheduled the, and I mean, we we put the 46 News on a regular schedule, and they will be on at 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock right now, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the foreseeable future. And the programs that we have available from from them are on, and we'll be on it again, Two o'clock to three o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and as our catalog of their programs grows, of course the mix will be different. New programs in these spots. Um, right now we have like four or five, and there's going to be more weekly. So stay tuned. Tune in two o'clock to three o'clock Eastern Eastern Standard Time for the Forty Six News on Fight Back Media. I'm so excited. I am thrilled. Right now, on the Morning Report, playing on the channel is one of the interviews from 46 News right now. If you were to switch over, if you go to the website, if you were to switch over to Fightback, um, the Morning uh, Report replays, you'd hear the 46 News interview um, from uh, with uh, my friend Kevin Batt. So, again, 46 News, welcome Welcome, welcome to the Fightback Media family. I've been wanting to do something 
with Kevin and Janelle um, like this since I met them. And I am just thankful to God that that now we have an opportunity to do to, to do this. I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm over the friggin' moon about it, and can't wait to do more. We already have our partnership with with the Swanson Report. My our friend Paul Swanson, and he's been a host here more than once. And I'm going to get Kevin to be a host here on the Morning Report as well. We are we are family and um we're moving this thing forward folks thank you for hanging out hanging in with us we're talking about this is morning report number 87 and it looks like we're going to do another one tomorrow too how about it we are honing in on that that century mark and once we get past the century mark good god is there any way to stop us no all right, so until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer... Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.